0: My name is Frank Johnson. My name is Abraham Lawrence. And I'm Tim Goetz. Our goal here is to describe for you the movie that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. Today is Hump Day. Hey, Crystal. Hello, Crystal. Hey, Crystal. It is Wednesday, the December the 20th, I believe. December 20th? Is that right? Yes. All right. Episode number? 243. Five days to Christmas. Man, we are on it. Yeah, we're halfway through the week and we're... Almost uh, to the end of Genesis here. We're in Genesis chapter 50. Jacob has just passed away and uh, a very sad moment yes. in the tribe of Israel. But yeah, a lot of emotions going on in there. Yes, there are. Verse one of uh, Genesis chapter 50 says, then Joseph fell on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. I'm assuming he closed his eyes when he fell on his face. Yeah, because that was one of his requests. Well, that was something that uh, was told that
1: he would do. Yeah. Right. Yep. He said, Jacob was told that, you know, Joseph's going to close your eyes. Joseph will close your eyes. Yeah. In this version, it says Joseph threw himself on his father. So this is very, this is an emotional situation. Yeah. Well, he was weeping. Yeah. Weeping and kissing, kissing. What's this, what's this, uh, in this version stuff, I thought you only did King James. What version are you King reading? James. I'm reading well I'm reading actually in the King James and the NIV. I was gonna say because you every time oh you said goodness. every time you said uh, this version says it's exactly what I got, which is it which is the N I V. And we can't, we can't can't say say that. It's the, my (laughs) sponsor will pull the sponsor. Uh, It's NIV, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we were, uh, we were. The never
0: interpreted version. Yeah. That's what David says it stands for.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's good. (laughs) And uh, we came to a a situation where the wording was different. And um, I I told Pastor Frank off the air that I will just reference both versions so we don't run into that because that trips people up.
0: Yeah, and he's referring to the coming between his knees, and it's just a, it was probably a colloquialism of the King James uh, 16th, 17th century when they were, in 1611 when they wrote it, that probably was still meaning coming from the knees, through the knees, you know, all of it meant the same, but... We know that they weren't little children, so we know that they didn't come between the knees. They just came from... Because if they
1: came between the knees at 17, then there's some concern.
0: Yeah, but I'm honestly thinking that Joseph was there, and they were like at his knees. Like they probably were bowing before their grandfather. absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, they were at his knees, and he presented it to them. But anyway. Yes. yes. So verse 2 says, Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father... So the physicians embalmed Israel. As far as I know, this is the only uh, Jew, Jewish person, of course, we're not really referred to as Jews yet, that was embalmed. Yeah, they, because, they didn't believe uh, in that, did they?
1: No, they did not. And I'm just, this is just a surmise for me, because of the length of the journey mm-hmm. is probably why they did
0: That's yeah, it's three weeks. That body would yeah. be pretty well
1: demolished if yeah, they don't so, do that. So, yeah. So it, yeah, because that's not customary because— Not at all when they die you go right in the yeah, ground and put them right in yeah. the ground yeah uh,
0: now 40 days were required for it so they had to they had to wait 40 so to wait days before, 40 before, they, days before you they even came. start yeah. yeah yeah that's kind of amazing too uh the professor once again he usually brings yes. us these little tidbits why it took 40 days to embalm them what did they just cut a big toe and let the blood drain out would well, that uh, take two and a half weeks <laughs> well, they know where the juggler
1: was well, well the, t- the technology probably wasn't Nowhere near what it is today, obviously. I bet
0: we'd be surprised, though, these Egyptians. They were, you know, because even today, didn't they unearth Tut? Oh, yeah. King Tut, that mummy, that mummified body. And that thing was, what, 4,000 years yeah, old? Yeah,
1: and these things, they it's keep. It's amazing. Yeah, how when they, they are. unearth these things, they're, all, you know, amazingly well preserved. That's all
0: I'm saying. So uh, I think they really had quite, you know, they had it going on. It just took them a lot longer. That's why I say, I don't, maybe they didn't have scalpels. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. maybe they're waiting for the insurance to clear. Forty days <laughs> Oh my goodness <laughs>
0: that, that was one of the best lines you had last week. You know, I hate to do this to people, but uh hopefully they have favorite lines from the podcast, too, but I, I listen to it every once in a while, and we were talking about the order of which the kids were all uh, lined up to get, receive their blessing. And I said, it's kind of weird that they didn't misorder. And Abe says, yeah, I think a lawyer drew this up. I thought that's one of them funny.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a lawyer did it. Yeah, yep. that's exactly right. <laughs> they are Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Let me tell you how you can get the most money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: When the days of mourning for him were passed, and, and I don't know when the days of mourning were then, but I do know in Jesus' day, when a person died, 30 days was how long that you mourned. So they were probably embalming them, and they were spending 30 days for mourning anyway. But maybe they spent a little longer too. But uh, another cool thing about people when they died in the New Testament, in New Testament, they would hire wailers, people that wail, to come and wail at the funeral. They hired them to do that. Like, it always said that the people would come and they would wail and they would mourn for. Th- You'd think. It's the kids, and they're just so sad. Yeah. But no, they literally hire people to come in and do that. Like, they want to hear this sadness or whatever. I don't know. It's just weird. It is. That's crazy? That's wild. Yeah, that's beyond crazy. Uh, the, <laughs> so, anyway, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, <clears throat> and I always like this too. Uh, another cool thing is he doesn't speak to Pharaoh. He speaks to the household of Pharaoh. Once again, I'm thinking, uh, but you know, Pharaoh's not so young now. Yeah. Pharaoh was probably a young guy when Jacob got there, but it's 17 years later, yeah. so he's he's kind of up there. I don't think, I think now that the famine is over, Joseph's not really in charge anymore. I think the Pharaoh's pretty much doing his thing, and so you don't really talk straight to the Pharaoh.
1: Yeah, I think he's kind of, I, I think Joseph's role has, you know, dwindled Way down diminished. to like, like uh, a you know a counselor or something like that you know he's still high on honorary. the food, yeah yeah he's still high on the food chain he's kind of like the deputy mayor sort of thing yeah
0: isn't like when someone gets too old to be the dean they call him the uh, dean emeritus, emeritus. emeritus. Yeah. yeah and so that's probably he's the pharaoh emeritus <laughs> so yeah, yeah probably anyway he says if I found favor in your sight please speak to Pharaoh saying my father made me swear. Behold, I'm about to die in my grave, which I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. There you shall bury me. Another interesting little tidbit that we have not heard before in the story. Jacob literally dug that grave before he went to Egypt. So that's kind of cool, huh? It is. In some ways. Or did he? Well, I believe he did. but, (laughs) But here's the thing. It shows that he's coming back.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like, listen, I've already paid for the, for the ground. Paid so, for the land. Yeah. I've dug
0: the—you don't even have to do anything. Just bring me back. I'm ready to go. Uh, so therefore, please let me go and bury my father, and then I will return. And Pharaoh said, go up and bury your father as he made you swear. So was Pharaoh afraid that they would go and not come back? That's interesting. Mm, it is. I, and I only say this because they weren't slaves then. We're not talking the Pharaoh that doesn't know Joseph and that don't want to let the people go. I don't think it's that he doesn't want them to go. I really believe they have endeared themselves to each other. Yes. I think he doesn't want them to go. After all, what if something else comes up? What if another famine yeah, comes I, along? Absolutely. Something? These guys bless us, man. They live for the the king of the heaven, right?
1: And, and then on top of all of that, maybe... They even realized that Jacob never wanted to be there. Yeah. Because, you know, he didn't.
0: Well, he didn't. And he said, I'm going yeah. back home. Yeah. So, yeah. So, verse 7 says, Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders well, yeah, of... yeah, they're
1: making sure they're coming back. <laughs> I was just getting ready they're to say... They're making sure he comes like, back. let me send somebody with you. <laughs>
0: the, the elders of his household and all the elders of the land of Egypt and all the household of Joseph and his brothers and his father's household... They left only their little ones and their flocks and their herds in the land of Goshen. But, yeah, we kind of joke and we say that. But honestly, the real truth behind it, the movie in my head, and, and what I really believe is the truth, there are enemies out there. And Pharaoh is sending his servants along with them to provide more protection. I mean, there's only, oh, yeah. there's only a That's few true. dozen of these guys. Yeah. And he wants to make sure that they get there and they get back safely. So basically as bodyguards. That's right. He sends his servants. And here's the other thing. They don't even have to send many because what happens if you mess with Egypt? What happens when you start killing them? Yeah. 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 Egypt's so big and so powerful, they'll just come take your land and and kill all of you. Yeah. So the Amorites, all these other places in between them and the promised land that Moses has to contend with because they're not afraid of Egypt anymore because Egypt hates the Israelites anyway. But now the Israelites and the Egyptians are friends. You don't mess with the Egyptians, you know, because they're they are the world power. Yeah. So it's like Nicaragua, you know, spitting on the Americans, which are just escorting the El Salvadorans through their country. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Uh, where are we at? First ah, that's where we're at. I didn't. <laughs> we're at the end of a broadcast day. I,
1: I meant to fade that in. I forgot yeah. that it was already full blast. Sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> we are all done for a Wednesday. That's right. We'll come back tomorrow and finish this thing up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like the end of the broadcast day.